Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Blah. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you, sir? Good. I am freezing. Yeah, it is cold it in here. It is cold, well, it cold is, in here and cold out there. It is cold out there. This is like the first day that it's actually felt like winter yeah. It's like in the middle of January. Well, yeah, not I, middle of January. Mid- well, it's, it's early January. Early middle. Early middle. It's not the first week. Yes. It's the second Well, yeah, I, I completely agree. What is this, like minus 10 or something like that? Something like that. It was minus 10 earlier. But it was, but, what, 10 degrees two days ago? Yeah. And then before that was like minus one. And before that was like plus five. Climate change. That doesn't, that's not a real thing. Yeah. All right there, <laughs> Donald. <laughs> uh, I never said there'd be a wall. Anyway, how, how are things besides your your chilliness factor? Things are good with the wee boy? Yes. Yes, he is doing well. We've started trying to put him on, well, Ironically enough, we started to try to put him on a sleep schedule. Okay, now. yeah. Uh, Natalie, who is our my sister-in-law, yes. she had got this book and stuff and, and really recommended it to us, so Tiff read through it and... Well, what's his book? So, I don't remember what it's called. Is it called The Happiest Guide to Sleep? Because that's the book I was talking about last week. No, no, it's not that one. It's like 50 pages, like a PDF. Oh, okay. I don't know. Was it the same one, maybe? My book is not a PDF. <laughs> no. It's like 100 and 200 Oh, pages. no, no. Yeah, this yeah. is like, yeah, 50 with a lot of pictures and I stuff, see, too. I see. But yeah, basically just stuff like, you know, the, the best time to put your child to sleep is 8 p.m. Because apparently that's golden hour when it comes to babies. Really? And, yeah, and then around... I guess we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, you know, around 11 o'clock, you're supposed to give them what's called a it's a dream feeding. I think that's what it is. Oh. It's like, yeah, dream feed or dream feeder or something like that. Okay. So where they're like half asleep. Well, and, and it's basically, yeah. So, you know, at this point, they've slept for, I don't know, two hours or something. And you just grab them, you know, put them in your lap, put the bottle in their mouth. You don't turn the lights on. You don't do anything. You don't change the diaper. You stub your toe a million times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just make your, your personal life a living hell. But yeah. Yeah. And all you do is just kind of give them a little top up, like a little two ounce top up. And then two ounce. That's nothing. Yeah. It, it's nothing. And then supposedly what that does is it gives them kind of enough, you know, gas in the tank to sleep all the way until, you know, five or six in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it kind of eliminates because I don't, I don't know what William's doing, but Ben right now in up until yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> was going to bed probably anywhere between 10 and 11. Right. Right. So he'd have like a, a nap starting at six for however long, maybe two hours and then he'd be up and then yeah, 10 or 11, he goes to sleep and then he usually wakes up again between three and five and then a second time between like six and eight. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of his overnight schedule now. And supposedly, we can kind of get rid of that three to five. Interesting. Interesting. That so would, we'll see. Yeah. That might be nice because we're still waking up every three hours to feed him. And that's just because that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And depending on the day, it's either just Laura doing it herself and despising me as I sleep beside her, or it's me doing it, being like, oh, I'm just too tired for this. Which was well, last night. Last that's night. That's right. Yes. Man was not created to feed the baby. Yet. Well, no, that's not it. It's just, it's just in the middle of the night. It's it's hard to get the gas in my own tank to is, to yes. to be ready to do it. So you know when I get the the shoulder shake at th- quarter to four in the morning, and it's like it's your turn, and I'm just like, where am I? <laughs> you know that bit is a little. It can get a little difficult, but yeah, I but can, yeah, I no. can imagine. Yeah, eliminating like the three five a.m. style feedings that would be that'd be nice. 
I mean, getting Laura to, you know, to, to agree to something like that, I think would be. Well, apparently it's, it's it's best for baby. Or okay, something. you know what? That, I, that's I know. why. I, I will I will email you the PDF. Okay, and then what you can do is pretend you're like six years old again. Just leave it out on the table. It's opened yes. with some certain things circled Circle. and highlighted. Of course, of course. <laughs> and they're like, "How did this get here?" Well, the funny thing is, is our wives and your sister in law are actually going to like a pre not pre but like a, a kind of, a kind of a baby class. You know this. You know well, this. it's it's not a class. Well, it's though. not. It's a, no, it's, it's like not, baby hangout club or something. Yeah, but it's like at the same time you you sort of. It's not like a class for the parents. It's like do activities with your baby, and the baby right, will okay, learn yeah. things as they happen. So it's like exercises to do with the baby. Like we do a whole bunch of those here. We're like. You know, we, he's woken up and he's like, oh, you're awake? Flip him on his stomach and see what he uh, does. Tummy time. And he's, yes, tummy time. <laughs> and he's just like, eh, eh, just doing the, yeah, I'm sure that's an amazing image for anybody who's listening. <laughs> but, you know, them, them pushing themselves up and trying to get up. And actually, William today flipped onto his back on his own for the first time today. Did he? Man. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's making some, uh, some interesting uh, milestones as of late. That's crazy. He flipped onto his back on his own today. And while I was making my breakfast, Laura watched him follow me around the room. As I walked from the cupboard with my cereal to the oh. bowls, like I, I walked from one end of the kitchen to the other, and the entire time he turned his head uh, and followed me as I walked When you said along. follow me around the room, I'm like, oh, like no. got up and walked? Yes, <laughs> yes. He's one hell of an advanced baby. <laughs> yeah. He just gets up and goes. Yeah. yeah. No, no. He he watched me move around, which yeah. is very good, apparently, for a baby his age to be focused on an object and pay attention to what it's doing yeah. for an, a period of time. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think that's supposed to be, what, like one and a half months or one month or something? Well, right now he's at five weeks, if you go by his adjusted age. Yeah. Because of how premature he was, he's at five weeks. So, but the, the rollover thing is amazing. Because I know Henry just, he he's just started rolling over. Mm-hmm. And he's now, I guess, three and a half months old right. or something. And I guess that's when they're supposed to start. So mm-hmm. so how does it work then with, with preemie babies? Is it like certain things where you use the adjusted age and then other things they I, just... I don't know. We were, from what I understand, everything is supposed to be using the adjusted age. Yeah. But he just... Because so like the, the rollover thing is supposed to be like three months at like the absolute earliest, you know. That, he's that's, gonna be William's, apparently he's just like a crazy skipping, superhero baby. He's skipping baby grades. Yeah, he's gonna make it to you know. He's, he's gonna start full sentences in a month right. and a half. Give or it time. Like that. Yeah. Give it time. Six weeks. <laughs> little Professor X wheelchair that he drives around because he can't crawl yet. No, that, of course. That of part course. hasn't clicked no, in yet. Muscle muscle mass isn't that great yet. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's lifting his head a lot better, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting, waiting for that smile. He still hasn't done a well, smile yet. He still hasn't yet. cracked it yet. No. It's got to be he, any day. It's got to be any, any second because yeah. he does a whole bunch of that. You'll, you're like, oh, he's doing it. And then he's like pooping. Yeah. You know, like he's, oh, he's got it. He's got, oh, no, that's just more poop. Yeah. You know, so any day now, any day now. Yeah. I'll tell you, I hit my first milestone when it came to uh, to William. Um, I've been very lucky, very lucky when I change him. Oh, and okay, yeah. Today, this is I thought this conversation today was Today <laughs> was not just the biggest poop I've ever laid eyes on that I've had to, to take care of. Right. Um, but it was the first time that he peed while I was changing him. Oh. Now he pees quite a bit when Laura changes. Like I shouldn't say quite a bit; it makes it sound like every time she's changing him, he's peeing. Yeah. But he's gotten her 
I don't know, two or three times. But sure. this, so this was a first for me. It was him peeing while I was holding him. And it just so happened that he did it while I was holding his butt in the air because I was wiping his butt because of how much poop there was. Yeah. So like I could just see because of the way that I'm holding him, I'm holding him with my left hand and I just see this stream of water shoot out of my wrist and I'm like, Oh, 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 he's peeing. He's peeing. Because like, he, he was angled away from me because I was holding him and getting at his butt. So, yeah. So, I got lucky. Didn't get peed on. Right. But it was my first he's peeing while I'm changing him. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Nice. Which also reminds me that because he peed, he peed on the change table for the... Uh, the, 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 we have the, this change pad and it has like sure yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel like I, we have the same one yeah, yeah. everybody's got a change pad and it's got the, the bit on the top that in case a baby pees on it yeah. like you can take it off and change it and put a different one on well, I just remembered because we're talking about this. I gotta go put it in the dryer. So I gotta. Oh, it's in the. Di- oh, yeah. Okay. I gotta go do the laundry. So I'm pausing the show right now, and I'm gonna go do that. Okay. Okay. And we're back. Uh, yeah, it just sort of hit me while yeah. I was talking about it that I needed to do that because you know William has reflux and he pukes like every time you feed him. He has no more blankets, so oh, okay. <laughs> so the All sooner. Right. The sooner that stuff gets uh, gets fixed, the, you know, the the sooner he'll have something new to puke on instead right. of the same uh, blanket he's been puking on all day. Wow, so. excellent parenting there, Mike. I'm very impressed. Well, you know, you know how it is with kids. You gotta you gotta put them before yourself, even <laughs> when you're in the middle of recording a podcast. Yeah. Well, speaking of like disgusting things, you know, so have you ever done it? You know, you want to do the diaper check, right? <laughs> have you have you done that one yet? The diaper the, check. The diaper check. So you want to like. It sure smells like yes, he pooped. when you stink, you smell. And, yeah. he, and he's done it. So I have done this now two times, and I feel like an idiot every time that I do it. Right. So in order to check, you know, I want to pull back the diaper, mm-hmm. like from his butt, basically, and take a look in. Right. But I've done it now two times where I go thumb into the back. Oh, what are you and thinking? Pull it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, oh, there's definitely pooping. There's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my not my most proud moment. No, there. no. Well, I've I've definitely stuck something in poop once. I stuck his foot in poop. Oh, yeah. Where I was just like, ah, okay, I'll just put your leg down, and it was yeah. just like. And I'm like, oh God! Ben gets his foot in poop all the time. Yeah, but now I got to clean it. The kick, right? I'm uh, sure William kicks like crazy on the table. William is like a friggin' field goal kicker. Yeah, so much. Yeah, and so you're like moving the diaper away, and he'll just smack. Like, oh, great. (laughs) Yeah, I like when he kicks so much that like you have a diaper under him, like a new diaper, and he like shoots it at the bottom. And like onto the floor. Oh, he does that every so often, which is always like, what are you doing? Why are you being a dick? He's gonna be an athlete. That is yeah. your ultimate nightmare. <laughs> it is my ultimate nightmare that he's going to be an athlete. <sighs> <sighs> anyway, so that was a, a thing that uh, that happened with William today yeah. as, as he pulled out that one. It's, it's been interesting because we had a lot of... Uh, oh, actually, I was going to point this out. Um, a correction. Oh, a correction. A correction oh, to something. And, and not one shouted through the not wall? Not one shouted wow. through the wall. Wow. On, on last week's episode, we were talking at length about William's umbilical hernia. Okay. And you asked me to describe the size of it. Yes. And I said it was about the size of one of those mini pop cans. Yes. And you were like, is it about the size of a toonie? And I'm like, no, it's way bigger than that. Yeah. After you left that night, I went and changed him. It is nowhere near that big. <laughs> 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 I guess when, you know, when you're thinking about it and it's just like... 
like, man, that thing is huge. Yeah, you know, when you're three inches from, but it, when it's you're right there, yeah. when you're in, so to correct myself from last week, yeah. it is about the size of a quarter. A quarter. A quarter. Oh, we will go okay. With. So smaller than a toonie. Yeah. All right. And, but, but still but, substantial. But nowhere near as big as what I said. <laughs> a pop can. The, the right. size of the pop can. But. Yeah, so that was that was something fun uh, that I that I saw. But did now, you, was that something that you you corrected, or did Laura listen? No, I, I you? corrected that one myself. Oh, okay. I'm still uh, I'm still of the mind that Laura doesn't listen to the podcast because oh, okay. she's only like said things to me twice right. about the podcast. Right. So okay. you know I'll. Uh, Give it like four weeks and she'll be like, hey, I heard you said this on the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. You've listened to a third episode. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, eventually we're going to have to do like a, we will. a fact checking episode where we, you know, shamefully admit that we were that our wives. Yeah, things, maybe yeah. we're coming up. This is a, what episode? This is 17 or 18? Uh, 18. This is 18. Yeah, this is okay. 18, yeah. Episode 18. Maybe, maybe like if, if our wives can yeah. come up with enough stuff. at episode. Oh, 25. I'm sure they can. Oh, yours definitely can. <laughs> yours definitely even, can. They don't even need to listen to the podcast to correct. Us, My, mine sure. mine doesn't listen to the podcast yours multitasks visiting and listening to the yeah. podcast and correcting it at the same That's time right. yelling through the wall as we record but no one's here to yell through the wall it is I this know. week i feel but, really good about it but for uh, actually no i did actually get somebody was supposed to send me an email and they didn't and i was going to read it on the show like a podcast oh a podcast yeah. email so oh. you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna call an audible here okay and you can maybe think of some other times that you've been you know yelled at by your wife for something you said on the show. And I'm going to pull up the information because it was about something that we said on the podcast and they were like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, this really puts me on the spot then. It was another dad. It was another dad. Another dad. Calling me on something that I said. And when, and when you know what it was about, you'll be like, really, this is the thing that we took the time. I was going to say, I don't, I know Tiff has fact checked me on a few different things, but it was never anything super major. Right. Like I would say something that was, not, I wasn't lying, but it was like, oh, well, you said it was red and it's actually blue. Oh, like, oh okay. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. You know, well, okay, so that. here it is. Here it is. So on a previous episode, one of our Christmas episodes okay. or Christmas timed episodes, it was a December episode. I was contacted by Nikolai, a Nikolai. friend of mine. Okay. And he mentioned uh, that he had an error he would like to report that on an episode, I said that X-Men number one. Sold twenty million and some odd. Sure, yeah, I, I do remember this. Yeah, I was incorrect. Okay, it was actually seven point one million copies. And now, if I remember correctly, I was exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called creative liberty, Nikolai. Please, but still, still. Yeah. Also, I said it's worthless because there were so many copies. Yes. He told me that it's actually worth about $15 US. You can still sell copies for about $15 US. How much do you buy them for? I, I'm, I'm not a comic guy. I think I've made that pretty clear. Yeah. Like, so how much is a new comic I cost? I think at, the, at the time, that book was around $2, maybe $2. Uh, okay. So it's but, seven and a half times value increase. Yeah. But now, nowadays, comics are worth like, like a brand new comic is four or five bucks depending on the comic okay 
because some comics you can get pretty cheap but then there's some comics that are just super to to your defense mike if i'm holding on to that x-men number one Mm -hmm. it's like this is not my retirement fund this is a big mac combo yes (laughs) yes yes. if you're holding on to x-men number one written by stan lee then yes that's your retirement but yes but x-men number one with jim lee is 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 a big mac combo (laughs) as you said and also what's with what's with the master of kung fu hate that was the other thing he said <laughs> because I was like Shang Chi, who gives a crap about Shang Chi, right. Master of Kung Fu. Man, you really, uh, you really touched a nerve there. Mike. I did. I didn't I realize did. that you're so uh, polarizing. Well, you know, sometimes it's not just baby stuff that we get wrong; it, it's the nerdy stuff that we get wrong. That's true, which is surprising. So, yeah. It is surprising. <laughs> well, you know, again, sometimes exaggerating numbers. Well, I, we can just say it's baby brain. That, that's all it is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. We, our brains are not functioning uh, the way they should. <laughs> Laura does call me on exaggerating a lot. Like, I, I... There's a lot of moments where I'm like, 20 billion. And she's like... <laughs> 20 billion. She's like, no, it's not that big. It's you like know, 37, Mike. It's not like, 20 yeah, billion. Yeah. Or, or I, I also round. That's the other thing that, re- that really bothers Laura is I round. And I always round up. Yeah. Well, but okay. So go finish your thought. I was going to say, I'll, I'll hop like, in, yeah. for example, if it was if it was four twenty, yeah, I would round. Well, what, a, what an interesting number to choose, Mike. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As I was saying it, I'm like, why? Where are you, are you going to take it that way? I don't know. Anyway, no. if it was four twenty, I would round up and say something like, "It's almost four thirty. But is yeah. it? But it's closer to four fifteen. Oh, you're talking like time, like time was. Oh, I yeah, thought you're yeah. talking just like four dollars and twenty cents. No, no, I'm talking yeah. about time. I'm yeah. talking about time. But yeah, I, I if, would round it to four thirty. I would too, say yeah. four thirty if it was four twenty, and then like they're like it's it's four twenty one, and I'd be like, well, it's close enough, right? Like, yeah. So that's that's something I get I get called out on a lot is that I I round up instead right. of down in, in any case always up but, never but, down but that's uh, there's actually what a study done and generally speaking most men will round up the value or not a value a, a number to the higher number mm-hmm. so in your instance it'll be you know 420 that's ah, 430 oh this thing is you know it's 7 million copies oh, it's like 10 million copies something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. but this exception is money so men will if the if the comic is four dollars and twenty cents it's only a four dollar comic that's whereas true. men w- or whereas women will say it's five dollars yeah yeah i've i've heard the same thing yeah. with like because i i am definitely the kind of person that'll be like oh how much is that it's 16.99 it's 16 dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and it depends yeah. if you want it like if it's something that tiff wants i will round way up 16 bucks now that's like 25 that's like 25 dollars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to save us money yes that's all it is well i mean it's good to know that people want to call us on the nerdy stuff as well as yeah. the baby stuff. because sometimes you know we want to talk about the nerdy stuff and now we know that people are actually listening to the nerd half exactly it's not just like yeah. my grandma tuning out after hearing about the baby for five minutes <laughs> yeah, you know or but a lot of nerdy stuff going on right now in the world. CES is on right now. Yes, it is. And I mean, we've talked about we talk about video games a lot, but we also talk about like doing fancy smart home stuff. So I mean, obviously, this is in our wheel wheelhouse of things that we pay attention to of yeah. all the fun, neat little tech things that are coming. Uh, well, and stuff that's never coming. Oh, that's yeah, I true. I mean, that is CES in a nutshell as well. That is true. There's always something that's like, look at this thing that shoots fire that you know yeah. you'll never ever see in a million years, or or like the TV that is the size of a house that will never be sold. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But oh, okay, well, th- I mean, this was something that you brought to to me. You were like, hey, man, wouldn't it be fun to talk about the CES stuff? And I'm like, yes, because I never have anyone to like. 
I don't know if, if what your wife is like, but when I'm like, man, did you hear about this new TV? Yeah. No. Oh, see, oh no, the TV's like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Tiff will pay attention. She, uh-huh. she will kind of, you know, pat me on the head a little bit. But then yeah. after a while, you can see the eyes, the eyes glaze over course, a little of bit. Of course, of course. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Okay, great. So I don't know if there was anything that stuck out specifically that you were like, oh, wow, this is the thing that I want. Or, or like, this was the coolest thing I saw. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if there was anything that I walked away, or not walked, I didn't go. Yeah. Nothing that I, I walked away from being like, I need this yes. thing. But uh, that definitely for me, the coolest thing was that TV that roll is almost like a garage door opener yes. television. It the fits. LG rollable TV. Yeah. Like yeah. It fits in a box uh, that sort of sits on your coffee table. It's also table. a sound bar, too. Yeah. It was kind of an all-in-one thing. So yeah. I, I don't know the exact dimensions, but I'm going to just hazard a guess and say it's about like three three feet wide by like one foot by one foot. You know, it's, it's it looked like it was, it was like a 50 inch TV yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. I think so. Anyway, it's about that size. But yeah, you turn it on and it actually like a little slot opens up in the back of the box and then the TV rises up. Mm-hmm. And like that was one of the coolest things yeah. that I've seen. And you couldn't tell that it was, you know, made up of like a hundred different little slivers of screen or whatever. Yeah. Like it looked perfect. Mm hmm. Yeah, they uh, they had a prototype for that a couple of years ago. People were like, this will never be sold. And bam, there it is. Yeah. It's actually something that's going to come out. It is going to be not cheap. Because no. Of course it's no. not. But I did like, because they were showing some demos of it, and there's like music mode where only like an inch or so comes yeah. out. Where you can see, just it gives you just like what's playing and like the album art, and that's it. Which was I thought was really neat. Like that's such an, a neat execution of something where it's like oh, I don't need all of the space. Yeah. So let's. Well, and it's a cool idea to your point, right? Because I couldn't originally. I was like, why? You know, the TV just lives on the wall. It's not taking up that much space, right? Because yeah. who? Somebody. I think it's LG makes that wallpaper television. Yeah, the one that looks like um. It's it's literally. Use... I think it's like three millimeters thick yeah. or something, and it literally just sits on the wall, and at the bottom is like the sound bar. This was last year. Yeah, but it's like okay, well, you have a TV that thin. Why do you need a TV in a box? Mm-hmm. You know, like it takes up more space. But then, yeah, to your credit, you know, it only pops up six inches for a certain thing. It only mm-hmm. pops up two inches for another thing. Like that's a really cool idea and the way that they the room that they demoed it in too because they didn't well they i mean they demoed it like on the show floor but i watched a video i i get a lot of my tech news from the verge i don't know if you follow the yep, verge yep. uh they had a demo with it and they did it in this hotel room and the tv was in front of like this beautiful view of las vegas mm-hmm. and i thought that that was such a great example of how cool that that would be because it, it's just like Oh, there's this beautiful view behind this TV. Well, let's just fold it in, and then you have the great view. And then when it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to be looking at the TV, or I'm not going to be looking at the view. I'm going to be looking at the TV. Yeah. TV pops up. You watch the TV. You know, you're not missing that view. So I thought that that was a, a great example of like yeah, practically right. using that television. You're right. It's kind of like a perfect compromise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you get the view, or you get the you know. It was right in the past. You either get the view or you get the TV. Yeah. And now it's like, well, you get both. Yeah. You can watch both. Have you down. ever seen, uh, again, I don't think this was new this year, uh, but have you seen that LG TV that's see-through? I saw it, but nothing I saw went into too detail. Like, they, they they mentioned it. They're like, there's a see-through TV, and then there was like a like a cutaway to it. Right. And then it cut back, and they talked about oh, something Oh, okay. Else. Yeah, so literally what it is, it's a pane of glass, mm-hmm. and then when it's off, it's quite literally you know see-through there's like a slight tint to it mm-hmm. that's about it like way less than your car window tinting right? right 
But then when they turn it on, yeah, you can see everything perfectly. And it's like, this is the coolest technology, like in, in my opinion. Right. It was one of the coolest technology things that I've ever seen. It's like watching, uh, oh, that siren is on our end, oh, yeah. in case you're wondering. There's a... Uh, there is a apartment building at the end of the street, and uh, I find fire trucks go there every single Oh, okay, for, okay. Which is something that used to happen at the apartment building we used to live at, and I'm so happy I don't live in an apartment building anymore <laughs> because the fire alarm doesn't go yes, off every friggin' it's 10 the minutes. Worst. Anyway, the, the see-through TV, like I saw it, and all it made me think of is like, like a sci-fi movie where it's like like my minority report where they have like the screen and you can see through yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I, I might have thought it because I'm again, I'm a big curler, right? I like of course. I like curling. And then when you watch curling, you're, you know, the ice and stuff's on one side and then you're watching it behind glass so mm-hmm. you can stay warm. And it was like immediately I think to what well, if you had one of these TVs in front of you while you're watching the game, you can like flash up like augmented reality kind of stuff. Like yeah, yeah. The scoreboard or stats or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? It's like that would be kind of a cool use for something like this. Or any other sport. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> I like, true. I do but, like, but again, my my focus is always curling. It right? is yeah. curling. Yeah. I mean that's the you know, that's the window that you see the world through. Yes, is, that's right. Is I look at curling and, and yeah, that's but that makes yeah. sense. I, it's it's fun. I just think it's funny <laughs> that you're like, look at this high tech curling. Because yeah. no, nothing says innovation like curling. Yes. Hey. <laughs> be careful what you say, Mike. <laughs> I meant like tech innovation. I, know, I, I know. mean, let's get the sky cam in on yeah. the curling match. Well, maybe that'll happen one year uh well we'll we'll bring it so we'll bring it back to ces 2019 right they also demoed a a folding cell phone yes what are your thoughts on the folding cell phone i'm I'm curious i don't know i can't think of if if it's brilliant or stupid i can't decide yeah because like the size of the screen is like well why wouldn't i just have a tablet you know like like but at the same time, if you can fold it up, it's convenient. But when they show it folded, it's not small. It's oh, this one was huge. I mean, it was just obviously just a proof of concept. Yeah, sort of thing, it was. But, but like, because there was um, Samsung did a tease at an event a couple months ago of their foldable phone, right? And that actually looked at least a little bit like slimmer but but that one was factor. literally wasn't that one literally two screens though right it's, it's it looks like it's two phones like glued together kind of like like and a 3ds sort of yeah feel. it's got yeah. the hinge and you open it up but yeah. the, but at the same time when you opened it up it was one oh large it was screen. one okay but the one that they were showing off on c at ces folded and it was like a fat wallet yes you know like a wallet that's too full like it doesn't quite close all the way yeah and and like as nice as it would be to be oh look at this fo-. like that's just it, that doesn't seem convenient you know yeah well and that's that's the thing i'm torn with right is like okay this seems like it's like a neat we can do this mm-hmm. but why yeah but but the only thing i could think of is you know cell phones nowadays are getting you know quite large again it's mm. so funny we went from huge phones to tiny phones back to huge phones right. again um but i don't know about you but when i'm buying a phone like one of my biggest concerns is how does it fit in my pocket because mm. you know <laughs> i don't carry the belt clip because i'm not 50 you know <laughs> so i i like to put it in my pocket and some of the new ones like the samsung phones like the notes and stuff yeah they are monstrous yeah like you got to bring back our old cargo pants from high school and stuff <laughs> to but carry them well. just to carry them around so yeah it, it, using that thought if i could fold it in half like a wallet mm-hmm. and tuck it in my pocket 
that okay i can understand that but then at the same time it's like do i need a phone that's like 10 inches big yeah you know like with a screen on it i don't i don't know yeah uh, it's it's very much like a neat idea but i don't think it's a thing that that i need like just as a consumer you know yeah. Uh, again, there's a lot of people out there who probably think it's amazing and like, I got to get 10, you know? Like, yeah. Um, oh, but who really needs 10 phones? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, you know, you yeah, know, maybe they shut do. up and take my money. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That kind of thing. Um, oh, have you seen all the, um, uh, crap, what are they? They're not, they're not smart tablets, but it's like, it's literally like an iPad that just lives permanently in your, oh, your kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's this, like an extension like, of the Google Home. Yeah, I saw there was a few of these. There was there was one, there was actually one that I saw that I was like, oh, I kind of want that. Yeah. There's basically an alarm clock that has Google Assistant built into it. Yeah. And it's got this very small, um, very small screen. Like, it's like, I think they said it was three three inches, three or four inches. Like, a, right. not a big screen at all. And but it's again, it's it's supposed to be like an alarm clock, you know, and we've talked. I mean, you said you have a Google home, uh, home in the in the bedroom. Yes, right? I do. Yeah. And I think that that would be because my, my alarm clock sucks. Like my current alarm clock, that free one, from, <laughs> if you remember <laughs> you mean the official alarm clock, the, of, that, uh, al- the podcast? that alarm clock <laughs> that came packaged with a headphone band around it. Yeah. Yeah. That it's not a great alarm clock, but. You know, it'd be nice to, to to solve kind of two problems at once to have, okay, well, if we could, because we have talked about it would be convenient to have an assistant in here, but at the same time, do we need one, you know, but to kill two birds with one stone and get a very good alarm clock that has this in it at the same time would be fantastic but then the one you're talking about the one that's kind of like it has a tablet built into it yeah that's one that you would put like in your kitchen or something and it's like you know it's it's also a tablet as well like the tablet part comes out and then it sits in the dock that's right yeah that has the the assistant built into exactly. it i think it was an amazon i think it was the alexa well i think they, they've it. all got one now i know google's released one and i'm sure and i don't think amazon they I think they're the first ones to have it the alexa stuff with the screen or? with the screen built into yeah it. but anyway i, I I'm, I'm torn on that one right because mm-hmm. from one side i totally get it is okay does everything your google home does plus it's got the screen mm-hmm. but you know if it's in the kitchen all i'm thinking of is like weather and recipes i guess yeah and why couldn't you just trot your tablet out and and plop it there but i guess if you don't have a tablet it'd be yeah it, it really depends on what you already have technology yeah wise. or i mean the fact is you always have your phone with you now right that's you true. know, and for you, I mean, you have a Google device. I mean, doesn't it? You you have the assistance built right in, isn't it? And yeah, I have an Android phone. Yeah, yeah. So you can just say, "Hey, pull up the recipe for you know strawberry shortcake or whatever." And, it's true, and I it can, yeah. but because I have Google Homes in my house, I tend to <laughs> it tends to start <laughs> confusing them. It depends oh, on where yeah, I'm yeah. standing. Depends on where I'm standing. If I'm if I'm out of earshot enough from the other ones, then it doesn't matter so much. Right. But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I'm I'm I just feel like it's in the infancy, mm-hmm. and I can see them being awesome in maybe another generation. You know, maybe like one or two more iterations of the same product. Then okay, oh, okay, I totally get why right. you, you'd want this. Right. Because there's like there's one the first one that really made it to market that had the home in it. The um, was Lenovo. Lenovo made one. Okay, and I liked that one because it actually had a stand that you could either stand it up landscape or horizontal. And I liked that one because at the same time, when you're not using it, it's like a picture frame, like one of those digital picture frames. Yeah. So I thought that that would be like if I were to ever have one of those, which 
I probably never will. Yeah. Uh, and the practical place that I would put that would be in, in my kitchen slash dining room because then it would be like a picture frame when we're just not doing anything and then if we needed it to actually do something, it would be there and we could be like, hey, I want a recipe or yeah, give me directions to the store like that, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, there is there is stuff like that that like I I do see the value in that. Yes. Unlike the foldable phone where I'm confused. <laughs> but I I just, you know, it's just not something that I'm about to drop money on at yeah, the moment. Yeah, not so. not quite there, yeah. Yeah. Well, cuz I I do like the idea of like the technology on the wall in the living room cuz I want to build one of those uh like a magic mirror or smart board things. Have you seen those? Yeah, you've told me about this before. Yeah, and it's basically it's just like it's got your calendar and it's got the weather and it's, you know, but pick doubles as a picture frame and it kind of has everything that you want at a glance mm-hmm. and totally I'm I'm all about that so I mean if like I said I, I can see in a year or two definitely being something that I want to buy well you can buy one of those glass TVs that we were just talking about <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and then do that and then you, you watch your curling yeah that's right come on Mike <laughs> get with it what, what, did you see anything at CES this year that you're like how stupid how stupid yeah um nothing that's jumping out to me. The one thing that was like, made me raise an eyebrow was the, the automatic f- uh, clothes folding machine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, okay, that's, that's cool. I feel like that's a step too far. Do we really need an automatic clothes? Nah, you know machine? what? I'm never going to, I'm never going to go with that step too far argument. <laughs> Cause you know, I think about how much time you waste folding clothes when you could be spending that time with William. Oh my God. I watched a robot make a pizza today. <laughs> from something it was just like a robot arm and it was like doing this and and because it, it was this whole thing of talking i was watching a video it was talking about automation because like you know those automated cars there's like an automated car service in the states it's like wheelio or something like that okay they're doing a test market in arizona and apparently people are attacking attacking the driverless cars over like fear of like you know the world is going to come oh, to an end from oh from God. AI and stuff. Like people are shooting at them, and like it's crazy. It's crazy. But again, I see the value in driverless I, cars. I totally As a do. person who doesn't drive myself, this would be fantastic. If it was a, if I could just call, you know, hey Google, send me a car, and it shows up, and then it drives me wherever I need to go. That would be fantastic. Well, and they'd be so much safer too. Like that's the one thing that I don't think people really appreciate is that driverless cars are so much safer than human driving cars right Mm -hmm. like i mean the thing is is the most dangerous part on the road is not the car it's the person driving the car yeah and you know so if all of a sudden all the cars are communicating with each other through some sort of let's say skynet system (laughs) (laughs) you know they all know where they all are right of course yeah i don't know it just it makes sense to me right yeah it definitely does but back to CES. yes back to CES. stupid things it's funny because it's 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 something that I, I think a lot of people are talking about, but the reason to talk about it is really stupid, is that there was a lot of 8K televisions at CES this year. Like, everybody's like, oh, our 8K television is coming. Right. And and these TVs are like, oh, yeah, it's, we're going to take it out, and it's going to cost like $5,000, $10,000. Right. And... and the thing about 8K video is the same thing that was an issue with 4K video a few years ago is there is no 8K content. Yeah. There is literally no reason to own an 8K TV. Literally no reason. No one is producing 8K content in any shape or whatever. Well, it's got to be it would it'd be digital. It'd have to be 
like pure like through the internet digital because you don't think it'll fit on like a blu-ray disc well, or something? I, I don't i don't necessarily think it won't fit on a blu-ray disc i just think that's the quickest way to get it to market right because right. i mean even look at 4k right right I, even bell and rogers barely barely provide 4k content mm-hmm. at this point in time and, and you know blu-ray i guess is kind of 4k but youtube leads the way in 4k yeah you know so i could see youtube leading the way in 8k and i get i get messages from youtube randomly because i have movies that i've used the digital copy codes okay and got movies on google play every so often i'll get an email from them and be like hey this movie that you have already purchased is now 4k like you get a free 4k copy of it oh like, okay oh, well, that's kind of nice they, yeah. they randomly upgrade my copies to 4k which is pretty nice yeah i mean i don't have a 4k television or a device that can play in 4k yeah but it's nice to know that when i eventually get there i i have the option it, it does make a difference like so i do have a 4k television mm-hmm. because i had excuse me oh, excuse me Mike. um i because i did what, have did to you swallow a bug what happened there? <laughs> just a little burp there <laughs> i didn't um, hear it you could have got away without it yeah no because our tv died and we had to buy a new one and it was right. just like well might as well get the 4k yeah well that's the um, thing 4k now is so cheap like it's not it's worth well, to get it worth it oh to get yeah 4K. absolutely yeah. i think at the time we paid like twelve hundred dollars and now you can probably still get them for like there was 600 a, bucks i saw 300 300 for a 4k over, yeah. for a 4k tv over christmas Damn, break that's crazy yeah but anyway you were saying about getting a 4k tv yeah and, and so i have played 4k content on it and you can definitely tell the difference mm-hmm. I, I never thought that you'd be able to but i think it just depends ultimately on the size of the tv that you buy like the one we got was a 60 inch mm-hmm. and 100% you can tell but if you had like a 40 inch television i i don't think you'd know that's anything. the thing that's the thing that they were saying about 8k is 8K isn't even noticeable yeah. unless you have at least like an 80 like eighty inch television, yeah. which is another reason why 8K is so stupid. Yeah, like, oh, at, at, at I, I totally yeah. get it. I totally, but maybe that's what they're going to. I was just reading a thing. Somebody released a 219 inch TV. And it's 8K. It's, I saw this too. It yeah. It's a 218. Like, yeah, it's, but in that instance, it does make sense. Because, I mean, could you imagine like a 1080p signal on a 200 inch television? It'd be like, oh, this pixel's the size of your head. Mike, yeah. You know? oh, this, the one thing that I, I did see that was interesting is the mini LED that Samsung was showing off mini led yeah where it's like it's it's it sounds like it's a small tv okay but it's it's using miniature leds oh to okay. make the yeah, screen I, I heard about it but i don't know anything about it it I, it's hard to for me to explain it but they're basically like this is where we're going next like what's, right now it's oled and next is and, going to be mini and so LED. what is the what's the advantage it's then? like blacker blacks and you can actually it's modular okay so like you can buy smaller smaller uh essentially they have squares yeah and and they showed they showed examples of they made like a a wall like an enormous wall right out of these panels and then they made a 75 inch television with it oh okay. so like it's and apparently like you have to be sitting back like six feet to so, it, so it's sort of like jumbotron technology kind of it's yeah. not it's not one giant 50 foot screen it's actually a whole bunch of small it's a bunch of smaller screens smaller and screens. so you okay. can like it, it's interesting like they said more than likely it will hit it will be commercial use before it hits consumer use. 100 percent. where yeah. it's like hey you put these panels together and it'll make it like a really neat stripe up the wall that yeah. you can have a you know like a go to the lobby video oh well, sure yeah, yeah that's what we need tvs for <laughs> <laughs> anyway 
but that was something that looked pretty neat but. that'd be cool there was one thing i thought was kind of cool and it was i forget who made it i wish i i wish i'd remember but it was designed it was um i don't know how to describe it like that the the robo exoskeleton sort of thing okay like you know those ones like you know like the mech warrior kind of suit like that, ripley and aliens yeah from aliens i like, can be ripley and aliens yes you 100 percent can uh no but they they've designed something that's virtually the same as that and it sort of sits around like your your lower abdomen to like the top of your knees and it's designed as like a a, a physio rehab thing oh okay but it it's not like a comp- so not Ripley for me no but but it's as a it's designed as like an assistant mm-hmm. so it doesn't do the walking for you but every step you take it it does it some it. of that work for you right right so I think they said something like it does like twenty five percent of the work okay so you know you could you could jump twenty five percent higher or walk twenty five percent you know with with twenty five percent less energy mm-hmm. and I thought that was kind of a it's kind of a neat thing, and it didn't look like this. Huge, it didn't look like the Ripley alien, right. you know, a huge exoskeleton. Like you know, it was it was like you're wearing like baseball, you know, shin guards, that kind of thing. Oh, like okay. it was just you know, it was clear you're wearing something, but not anything over the top. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of a cool technology, and I, I wonder if we're going that direction. Like, you know, I, I, what's that uh, shit? What the hell is that word, Mike? That's like cyborg sort of thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know exactly. Uh, You're talking about yeah, like, right. well, like Deus Ex kind of. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use technology to enhance my abilities. Yeah, enhancements. I, yeah, enhancements. Cyber, cyber enhancements. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if this is kind of like the start of it, right? You know. Yeah. Before they start hocking, hacking off limbs and making, <laughs> yeah, and flat out replacing. Well, actually, your, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is because three D printing is so amazing right now, yeah. like it's so well done that they are for printing 3d or uh, replaceable or replaceable synthetic limbs for people who have lost an arm yeah they are printing them up to look like these really cool like robot arms like a perfect example is the deus ex video games that that recently came out those right. are all about augmentations to uh, enhancements cyber enhancements cyber augmentations and there's like people who have like robot arms that you know they turn into giant saw blades and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like 3D printing has allowed us to make you know giant saw blade hands. Not this year. But <laughs> maybe next year. Yes. Yeah. But what they've done is they they 3D print these arms to look like the characters' arms from the game. So they have these slick black like oh that's arms cool. yeah that look like they're like from the future and they're 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 just made with the technology of today it's just that they were able to print something that looks super nice because of a 3d printing but that is cool yeah when you when you said though like this robot thing i saw that was really cool i thought what you were going to talk about was this thing that i saw I, it was called like the lovey or the, like the loveot or something okay. like that and it's like a robot pet that they it's oh it, it looks like a penguin with wheels is how I saw it. All right. And it's a companion, but like it's not quite a pet and it's not quite a baby. Okay. But like you walk in the room and it's excited to see you and like it wa- it comes over and it's like eh, eh, and you like pick it up and it knows that it's being hugged. So it's like a real life Tamagotchi. A kind of yeah. yeah. And in there, so I, I saw this. This was on the Verge and it has like LED eyes, so it like can look really cute. Right. And make like pretty like, like giant eyes at you and and it can look sad and it can look happy and apparently it's smart enough that it will recognize up to a thousand people, so that like. If like, say, you know, 
your brother comes over and right. he's like, get this stupid thing away from me. And he keeps kicking at it. It'll see him and be like, oh, that's that guy. And stay away from him. <laughs> and run away? Yeah, it'll stay away from him. Damn, and, and, yeah, interesting. It's, it, but it was just very like... Who needs this robot? Like somebody <laughs> who's allergic to pets. Somebody who's allergic to I, pets doesn't want to have kids. You know what? And I, doesn't I want to see, be alone. I can see like uh, old folks' home, hundred percent. Yeah, as a perfect old folks' home uh, sort of. Yeah, thing. maybe. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You know, or like a like a, a grandparent or somebody who's kind of on their own. Yeah, a large part of the day. Yeah, because yeah. that's what they they were like. The example that they gave was somebody who who just lives alone. And, yeah. And you know, doesn't have a pet, or they can't have pets, or something yeah. like that. And it was so. In in the video, it was this like young Asian woman. Sure, yeah. That was that had the because that's you know that's who you think has robots, <laughs> robot pets. But. Well, I will not be getting one. I don't need another mouth to feed. <laughs> but you don't feed him. He's got wheels, and at the end of an hour, he knows that his battery is almost dead. At the end of an hour, oh damn, he knows that his battery is almost dead, and he will wheel himself back to oh, his charging okay. station. Interesting. He knows where his charging. It's like your Roomba. Your Roomba knows where the charging yeah, station is. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. So. Did you uh, did you see? any kind of interesting like wearable technology at all oh was no, there anything that I really jumped out at you nothing like like you mean like watches yeah like smart watches and that kind of thing i didn't see anything about that was there anything you saw that was uh, no nothing nothing amazing do you like, have a smart watch do I, you want a smart watch i i don't and i don't think i do you know it feels like something like, i think if you asked anybody like any of my friends like mm. which of your friends would get a smartwatch they'd be like oh it's chris right 100 it's chris but i'm i'm just not sold on them yet yeah i, I just I, I don't know I, I don't see the real huge value mm-hmm. like there's a handful of little features that are like okay that's that'd be kind of nice i guess but you know to make phone calls from your watch or text message from your watch that mm-hmm. kind of thing i don't know it just seems seems pointless to me i it's not there i haven't there's no killer there's no killer app for it yet that makes me like oh damn that's awesome okay well my funnily enough my father-in-law was here today and he has a samsung gear watch okay and i asked him about it because i've thought the same thing of like is this something that i care about so i asked him i'm like because he was talking about his or he had a notification or something and he was looking at it and I was like, how do you find? Because you're one of the only people that I really know who has any wearable tech. And I'm like, how do you find it? And he's like, well, I, you know what? I find it because he he, he works, um, I was about to say he's a carpenter, but that's not correct. <laughs> a contractor. He's okay. a contractor. So he does, he's, you know, he's doing a lot of work with his hands quite sure. a bit. And he says that, you know, he's he could be in the middle of a job and then his phone goes off and he's like, oh, is that important? Should I stop what I'm doing to get it? And then, you know, he say he stops and then he looks in his pocket and it's like, hey, there's a new show on Netflix you might like, you know, and he's like, oh, I was expecting, you know, my daughter who's about to have a baby any minute is going to text me and be like, I have a baby. But, you know, so that's but but instead he can just look at his wrist while he not stop what he's doing and see, okay, this is worthless. A little turn. Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, that to me said a lot about, okay, there's some there is value to this. But is that worth three hundred dollars? Depends on what else you you know. It it really does depend on what you need it for. Yeah. Like maybe you get one of those ones that's also a Fitbit or something like that. Maybe yeah. I, I just feel like they're at that point. You remember when mm-hmm. smartphones first came out? Yeah. And like the big whole thing was, oh, you can get apps and get apps and apps and apps and apps and apps. Mm-hmm. And then the apps that everybody had was like the Zippo Lighter app. Yes, and, yes. And the little like shoot the gun and make the gun noise yeah. app. And then yeah. you look at it, it's like you paid. 
how much money for this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for these stupid apps? I, I, I think we're at that point. With I, the smartwatch apps. With the smartwatch. And I think, you know, give it maybe another year or so, and somebody's going to come up with some... Some killer. Killer application that's like, oh, this I can actually use this. This actually seems like it'd be a helpful addition and not just a... Look, my phone has got an accelerometer in it. You know, I can, right. I can, the flame goes to the left and to the right. <laughs> maybe you should be the one who comes up. Yeah, there, and maybe. You can bring it up at uh, CES 2020. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Let's start programming it now. Do you have any idea how to do that? I do stuff? know how to. Oh do it. well, there you yes. go. Well, where's the where's the part time part time nurse, full time dad, part time programmer, part time app, part time app, part time app. Uh, we'll see. We'll, maybe it'll come later. Yeah, when when the audience is yeah, big enough to need an app. Yeah, when I don't have a baby at home who needs me more. <laughs> teach to get the baby to do it. Program, yeah, teach him. That's right. We'll download Xcode as soon as we get home. <laughs> so I think that's a good spot <laughs> to end for this week. This week's episode of Part Time Nurse, Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parroting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and your favorite podcast listening service. If we're not anywhere you like to listen to yet, we are working on it. And if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, even if we might have been exaggerating a number, you can send us an email if you actually send the email instead of telling me you're going to send an email. Yeah, that's right. Uh, to part-time, or sorry, the dads at part-time nerds. I'm just so frustrated that he didn't send that that's email. That's right. Execute on your promises, people. The dads at part-time nerds, fulltimedads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at ptnerdsftdads. We'll be back next week with more Nerdy Dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give it any whatsoever. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I am Chris. And we'll talk to you soon. See you later, everybody. Bye.